This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to I Am The Cute One, the most chaotic school dance in the podcast universe. Listen, you got through the week like we got through 9-11. And a recession. And the Special K diet. And the time that James Franco hosted the Oscars. And Ben Platt's wig and Dear Evan Hansen. TGIF. Hello, I am Donnie and I am the cute one. And I am Chelsea and I am the cute one. TGIF, cuties. We've done it. Yeehaw, baby. Yeehaw, baby, indeed. (laughs) TGIF. Good Lord, what a week. So our YouTube has officially launched. So if you want to watch this in video form, (laughs) go there, because that's where you can do it. Yeah, this whole episode is going to be over there in edited form. The unedited will remain behind the safety of a paywall. But if you would rather see our cute little faces every Friday, go over to YouTube. And YouTube, if you're watching... Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. This is what we look like. Take it or leave it. Well, take it. Yeah, you can't. I mean, I guess you could leave it by leaving the page, but please don't. Please we don't like want and you subscribe. to. Stay. Don't leave us. Pick me. <laughs> Choose me to quote <laughs> Meredith Grey. What was this? Rose blowing that whistle to get them. To, oh, you never saw Titanic. Oh, come back. Come I'm back. familiar with the scene. Okay. After she murdered Jack by not scooching over on that plane. <sighs> I'm on her side. Of course you are. I think that only one of them would have survived. (laughs) I know there was room for two, but like not really. They tried it. It toppled over. Yeah, I feel like it was debunked on like Mythbusters or something. But in the moment, it's a crisis situation. Exactly. It's literally sink or swim. And Rose said, get the fuck out of here, guy. I'm going to take my giant jewel and hit the road. Well, someone had to. Okay. Well, we're not here to talk about Titanic. We're here actually to talk about current events, pop culture, and probably ourselves. So, (laughs) Oh, definitely. This week brought us the announcement of a new Meghan Markle podcast, Mm. a Suits spinoff, Jon Stewart back on The Daily Show, Deadpool and Wolverine, Dakota Johnson's (laughs) terrible time on The Office, and Tina Fey giving Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers career advice. And somehow, we've made it to Friday yet again. Here we are. Now, Chelsea, you have made it to Friday. I'm here to make sure you don't make it to Saturday. Cool. Because I want to talk about the Wicked trailer. Let me grab my TGIF beverage. Go ahead, Donnie. Now, I sent it to you ahead of time so that you would be able to participate in this conversation. So to check that you did your homework, I'm going to ask you your thoughts on it before I give you mine. Well, I did watch it. Okay, great. I had already watched it. Oh, during the Super Bowl. No, after the Super Bowl. Wow. I watched it again because I do think you've put baby in a corner. (laughs) 
And we don't put Baby in the Corner. That's it's another movie me. I haven't seen. Footloose or what's the it's abortion dirty movie? Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Another movie I haven't seen. Another movie that I know through just pop culture osmosis. So all this to say, you put me in a corner as somebody who like doesn't like Broadway, doesn't like musicals. I would like to stress again, I do think that if I saw a true Broadway show, I might enjoy it. Okay. I love plays. I've seen Wicked. It wasn't the Broadway version. It was uh-huh. like the off-Broadway that came to like the Kennedy Center or something like near That's me. That's still a big deal. I really enjoyed okay, it. Okay, good. It was a class field trip with a drama department, and I really liked it. I liked it enough that I bought the book afterwards <gasps> to read. The book is so good and fucked. Yeah, so I wanted to just say I don't like this blasphemous narrative that's being painted of me like not liking this thing. So I was interested enough to do a Google rewatch and here are my thoughts on the trailer. Okay. I can't see Ariana Grande without thinking of SpongeBob anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, he's in it. So that will really make it difficult for you to not see him. What does he play in it? Was he in the trailer? In the background. Like they don't make him important in the trailer. He plays Bob. So if you're familiar with the musical, he's the munchkin that gets like guilted into taking the wheelchair sister to the dance. The fact that he's playing a munchkin, <laughs> I mean. I need to know what voice he uses. I'm so mad he's not in the trailer. Because it, will it be closer to his real one? Or will it be that? <laughs> I hope it's that. I hope that he's like Austin Butler and his voice just gets <gasps> stuck in the octave of SpongeBob for the rest of his life. Me too. I mean, you really can't write a better metaphor that she's playing Glinda the Good Witch and he's a munchkin. Okay, so that's my number one thought. I mm-hmm. can't see her without thinking of him now. My second thought is... I saw Bo and Yang for a hot second. Mm -hmm. And then my third thought is, it looks nice. Okay. So so not really thoughts, more so just literally what your eyes saw. But that's okay. You know what? That's a start. That's more than you were expecting. (laughs) I could tell I was being set up. I said, fuck you, Donnie. And I watched it. And those were still the only thoughts I could come up with. So clearly, you know, the old brain isn't working great. But I did it. I did the assignment. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? So people on Twitter, as you know, I'm very aware of what they say on Twitter. They are saying that Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo look too old to be playing college students. And must I direct you back to Greece? Like there was a 40 year old woman playing a high school senior. I think that Rizzo hit menopause <laughs> during that sock hop dance. So if we can get past that, I think we can get past this. In terms of suspending belief, like the whole plot of Wicked is about how the teacher that is a goat (laughs) loses their rights and just becomes fully goat. So like if we can have a goat teacher, I think we can have a 37 year old college student. If we're going to be poking holes in plausibility in terms of skin, perhaps we start with the green skin tone. Perhaps <laughs> we start it. with the shade of Kermit the Frog. It's <laughs> not easy being green. Oh, I know. Speaking of the goat, it makes me very nervous that the goat is not in the trailer. Because the goat mm-hmm. is truly the whole plot. Not like the main character, but like the plot. The catalyst of all the drama is this fucking goat. So with that said, why isn't the goat in the trailer? Who is playing the goat? Why does it need to be a secret? If it's James, what's his name? Not James Cameron, James. And the giant peach? No, that British talk show host. Oh, James Gordon. If it's him, I'm leaving the theater. Do you think it is? I don't know. Because in the play, it's a man. And there's not like a man tied into Wicked where it would be like a big reveal. You know what I mean? Like if Idina Menzel or Kristen Chenoweth gets a cameo, 
Great, of course, pay homage to the originals, but they're not going to be the goat, I don't think. Maybe it will be John Travolta saying all of the characters' name wrong the whole time. <laughs> Maybe that will be the tie-in. He's Maybe. like, oh, hey, Felsabelle, instead of Elphaba. <laughs> That's her name, right? Alphaba. It is, yeah. Mm. Proud My of you. My work here is done. I'm going to log out. TGIF cuties. <laughs> it's not going to get better from here. <laughs> Second, I do agree with you. I think it looks beautiful. And people on Twitter are complaining it's too dark. Like, what trailer did you watch? I don't think it's dark at all. I thought it was spectacularly beautiful. Number three, we only saw her say like two lines. But Ariana Grande surprised me. I was happy with her work as Glinda in this. Because I don't know if you know, I don't know if the cuties know, but I'll be here to tell you, Amanda Seyfried really, really wanted this part. So much so that before it was even cast, she told people she got it. Like she was really trying to manifest. She was speaking it into existence. Uh And so it is Alexis Nyer style. It did go to Ariana Grande. However, I was going to boycott because I wanted Amanda Seyfried to get it. However, I was won over. Well, you know what, Donnie? This is a great example that it's important to be able to change your mind when presented with new information. So I'm glad that this three-minute trailer really did it for you. It's only one minute. That's the thick part. Okay, 60 seconds. (laughs) So it just took 60 seconds for you to take your morals, stick it on a paper towel, and wipe your ass with it. Speaking of, you know what? Speaking of wiping my ass. Yeah, cuties who are just finding us on YouTube, I do apologize for this. There are so many, like, jokes in movies about how you're supposed to wipe front to back, but I truly don't know how. I've tried, and I can't. My arm doesn't work that way. Do you have to stand up? Is this a rhetorical question, or would you like me to give you advice on how to wipe your ass? You can give me advice. So... I guess, logistically, are you keeping both cheeks on the seat when you wipe? (gasps) Yeah. You got to lift one. I've never done that my entire life. You reach under? Yeah, and that's why I wipe back to front, because that's the only way I can. Number one, you are so lucky you are not a woman, because you would be spending every waking moment getting UTI medication from urgent care. Number two, that is so fucking crazy. That is such wild behavior. I don't even quite understand the thought process that at some point you said, you know what's the best way to get right here is to reach through my scrotum, past the taint, and wipe forward. Okay, but now here's the thing. And new cuties, I do apologize. We do not talk like this every week. Don't lie to the people, Donnie. (laughs) At this point, you know what? It's best to haze them. You're right. We're covering jawbreakers on Monday. Let's consider this the new cutie's proverbial jawbreaker in the mouth. If it stays in the mouth, great, we've caught him. If it goes to the throat, okay, happy birthday. We'll just, <laughs> yep. Um... Uh-huh. I saw where it went. I'm so proud of you. You just took that right back. Okay. Thank you. I'm learning. And I'm also learning how to wipe my ass. Now, if you're in a public toilet, won't your hand touch the seat when you lift that cheek? Like this. Why is it touching the seat? You're at like a 90 degree angle? I mean... I have a big ass. I'm afraid to go down this road, but the beauty of wiping your ass is that you wash your hands afterwards. So if your hand is Mm. touching your butthole and shit... Touching a public toilet seat is probably the least of our worries. You know, soap and warm water, sing I'm a Little Teapot twice, make sure we get in between the fingers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I understand. Okay. 
Is there any other? No, you've taught me everything I need to learn. That being said, I do stand up to put in a tampon, which I have been told is very strange. But oh. I learned how to do it that way, and I've been doing it that way ever since. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. The more you know. Yeah. Do, do, do. Hmm. Any other thoughts about this wicked trailer? No, that took us where we had to get to, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about another type of bowl, the Super Bowl. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Cuties, you know I cannot see a movie without pretending I'm in it, and now it's your turn. Have you ever tried to use the Force when no one's looking, or thought about what superheroes would win in a fight? Then you'll want to stop what you're doing, (laughs) unless you're driving, and visit Sideshow.com. Your eyes do not deceive you. They have a life-size, impeccably detailed replica of the child from Star Wars The Mandalorian. Now, I don't mean to brag, but Sideshow did send me the child. I call him Baby Yoda. I have since learned that is not his name, but he is my son now, so I will be continuing to call him as such. And we have been playing dress up, having photo shoots, and just having a grand old time. But if that one doesn't speak to you, how about a movie-accurate statue of Christopher Reeve as Superman? They got that too. But just wait until you see the incredibly lifelike figures of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. We are thrilled to have Sideshow sponsoring our podcast today. They offer a wide selection of premium figures, statues, and fine art from the worlds of Star Wars, DC, Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and so much more. These limited edition, handcrafted, officially licensed collectibles bring pop culture's biggest icons to life in your home. And here is the best part. You can get an exclusive $50 off your first order of two hundred dollars or more it's a great opportunity for new customers to dive into the world of high quality collectibles or you can gift it to that super geek in your life perhaps that person in your life that you know would cringe when they hear that i've been letting my daughter sleep with my baby yoda and again that i refuse to stop calling it baby yoda plus shopping at sideshow earns you five percent back in sideshow rewards meaning for every one hundred dollars spent you get five dollars back in rewards that can be used on future purchases while geeking out is its own reward your collection goes farther with sideshow so what are you waiting for visit sideshow.com promo code cute one right now and get ready to let your geek side show oh that's clever sideshow like sideshow.com I get it. Okay, so much to cover. The Super Bowl in general is my topic. I've kept it broad so that we can go many different places because I have lots to say. Did you know it was the most watched Super Bowl of Mm -hmm. all time? I sure did. Oh, wow. Then I'll stop talking and let you take over your category. Well, I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) So certainly if you have facts and figures, I'm all ears. No, that's all I got. I don't go with facts. I just go with vibes. So I'm going to be talking about vibes and now we've got our facts out of the way. What a life. First of all, before we get into any of it, 
we need to start out with the fact that despite a lot of public pushback last week from you, the universe has spoken. Beyonce has officially co-signed <laughs> Yeehaw, baby, with her new single. She did. And she's been wearing cowboy hats to award shows, and people thought they were kidding about her next album being a country album. They were not kidding. If you guys don't know about Yeehaw, baby, go back last week. It will be a new catchphrase. People have been asking for merch. People have been screaming it in the streets. Who's people? You saying it to yourself in the shower? <laughs> Yeehaw, baby! <laughs> we got two country songs, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. Have you listened? Of course I have. I have played Texas Hold'em out. I don't love slow music as a rule. Like, that's mm. nothing against Beyonce. It's just against my ears. So I did listen to 16 Carriages a few times, but Texas Hold'em is the one I'm really playing out. I agree. I like that one much better, but yeah. I am very excited. And I mean, she can basically do whatever she wants number one because she's literally beyonce mm -hmm. and number two because her voice is perfect it is perfect now reba a long time ago did a cover of if i were a boy so i'm hoping praying that they do a duet of it on this album that would be amazing i know <laughs> now i think that the funniest tweet i saw about it actually came from our friend a cutie that we've had on the show Priscilla, a.k.a. It's PCAV. Go over and follow her. She said, this is it. This is why they made us learn how to square dance in fourth grade. And I couldn't agree more. All of our lives have been building to this moment now. Did you know I used to go square dancing in college? No, but that tracks. For fun? <laughs> yeah, of course for fun. It was called the tractor twang. And we used to go every week and square dance. <laughs> Okay. I actually, I liked the square dancing unit. It was fun for me. Did you have square dancing? Yeah. And we did it at church too, a square dance party. Do you know the origin of square dancing? No. It was the rebuttal to people of color organizing and like having their own dances. Oh. So then square dancing came about so that it was like, oh no, we are going to <gasps> not only create our own version of that, but we're going to teach it in schools so that we're taking power back from these disenfranchised populations who are doing this as an expression of like joy and community ah. so you know sorry to burst that bubble but america <laughs> wow but that being said i did very much enjoy the unit because we used to do it where you would be in teams and then as you learn the dance then they would be like okay it's time to put it into action and they would play it over and over again and they would start speeding it up speeding it up speeding it up and the last group that was left being able to do it super fast got a wow. point and then at the end the team that had the most points like at the end of the unit you got a pizza party oh i know pizza party is a great motivator they never gave us pizza parties in gym so next up on my list of super bowl topics i want to talk about the daily mail flicking their bean to taylor swift and travis kelsey flicking your bean is Getting very close to the number of times you're allowed to say it in a month. Okay, I want to talk about the Daily Mail DJ diddling themselves. Love that. There were so many fucking headlines during the Super Bowl mm -hmm. that had to do with Taylor Swift. Because we had Travis Kelsey having a meltdown, screaming in his coach's face, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, I'm not co-signing that. But within minutes of that being shown on our television, we had the headline, Taylor Swift is told Travis Kelsey is a red flag oh after football stars meltdown. Told by who? Where'd you get this information, Daily Mail? Twitter? 
She was told by Twitter, <laughs> like, we literally have not even finished the game yet. Uh -huh. Then the one that really I was just like, what are we doing here as a society? There is a picture of Taylor Swift from her box reaching down and touching uh -huh. Lana Del Rey. Like uh -huh. she was like a peasant kissing the ring of a queen. And it says, Taylor Swift greets pal Lana Del Rey from her $1 million Super Bowl VIP box. Lana was on her way to the box. <gasps> it was her saying hi and then quite literally walking around, going through security and joining the box. The way Daily Mail presented this was that Taylor Swift was like, fuck you, poor yeah. person. Oh, I didn't know she went in there. Like 10 minutes later, there were pictures and she was in the box. Oh my God. So anywho, I think this just goes along with our thesis from last week that it's not Taylor. No. It's all of us. Like she was only shown on screen for 54 seconds, but we got all of those headlines. So all of us are the problem, including, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Because I'm talking about it literally right now. You are. But so am I. And that being said, if Travis had caught the winning touchdown in those last few seconds, I would have just made my preparation for the Illuminati's official takeover, you know? So thank God that didn't happen. Fox News tweeted about her. It was like, Taylor Swift's jet dumps CO2 emissions on her flight from Japan to Vegas. Somebody retweeted that and was like, oh my God, she did it. Her power. She got Fox News to care about the environment. <laughs> they are losing their minds. On what's that MAGA Twitter they have? Oh. Truth Sarah. Red Pill 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> They were going crazy after the Super Bowl when the Chiefs won because they think Taylor is like, I don't know, Biden's press secretary or whatever they think she is. <laughs> so they were like, this is fixed. I've never seen anything this fixed since the last election. <laughs> you people are Stay nuts. Stay in your homes. We don't need you <laughs> climbing any fences this time, Barbara. It also didn't help that Joe Biden posted <gasps> well his team we know yeah. that man doesn't know how to operate an iphone at this point in his life but <laughs> he posted that video of him uh -huh. with the red eyes dark brandon Whew, just weird weird uh, situations so all around weird. he's not helping himself i'll put it that way i like him a little better for it <laughs> <laughs> okay so now let's get to the meat of the issue. Let us talk about the halftime performance. Uh. We are officially at the age where the NFL is catering to our generation with their throwback performances. And I am living, I am laughing, I am loving. I feel like, Donnie, we manifested this for three years. Our opening to this podcast has been talking about grinding to Usher. Uh -huh. We got it. We, we got Usher featuring Alicia Keys, Lil Jon, Ludacris, Will I Am, Jermaine Dupri, and her. Now I am nervous because her got her guitar solo, but I am nervous for when, like, when we were younger, how we used to have like Britney and Justin and NSYNC and whatever perform alongside the mm -hmm. throwback. Because right now, the past couple of years, they've just been doing throwbacks, kind of. I'm afraid when they like bring out. I don't even know. Dogface Johnson is performing next to Christina Aguilera. I don't need to see Dogface Johnson. I don't need to see Meow Mix Monroe or whatever. I don't know Gen sure. Z musical artists. Just give us the throwbacks, please. Part of the aging <laughs> process is the NFL starts catering towards us and we start saying, these damn kids and their music. I've always said it. I want to drop it low from the window to the wall. That is me. Now the sweat drops down my balls. I haven't liked music since 2013. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. You can talk. I haven't liked music since 2013. That's not true. You just said you listened to Beyonce's new song. Because 
it goes against form. I think since 2013, all music has sounded the same. You can put new words in it. It doesn't matter what genre it is. All music sounds the same. Excuse me. I have a rebuttal there. Mm -hmm. I know that you love Ashley Darby's Coffee and Love. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) See? Anything's possible. We just need Ashley Darby from The Real Housewives of Potomac to release a new track. Maybe sing a weird, sexy song with that stepbrother again. (laughs) I've been binge-watching Who's the Boss, and a young Alyssa Milano looks just like Ashley Darby. I can't say it enough. Maybe I need to do side-by-side so other people sign on with me. Maybe Alyssa Milano and Who's the Boss is just such a long time ago that people don't think about it. I don't know, but I do need people upon this boat with me. Okay, well, I will stay on the door with Kate blowing my little whistle, but I certainly hope someone boards that ship. (laughs) Thank you. What were your thoughts about the show? I know you're a big Ursher lover. I am a big Ursher lover. I loved it. I know that some people had a problem that like, because it was a medley, they were all such short versions that we didn't get to like flick our bean to it because once we got in the heat of it, then the song changed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I was fine with it. I think it was clearly an advertisement for a concert. Like, we're not going to give you the full song here. Come see me on tour. It was the music answer to edging. (laughs) They kept us right at the cusp. And then they said, no, no, baby. You got to come to the concert to come. Are you familiar with gooning? I'm not. So every time I read what it is, I find a different definition okay some people say it's just edging and like this is what gen z calls it it's just edging but they call it gooning i don't think that's true because i've stumbled across many a goon videos where they do edge but then to take like the animalistic nature out of like sexuality can i say that because we're on youtube oh speaking code kushballing i was gonna make it like an act like (laughs) jump roping okay well, cushballing is an act. I looked at my Rosie O'Donnell doll and thought, Bink, you cutie patootie. But anyway, jump roping, okay. yeah. So they want to take the se- the <laughs> they want to take the animalistic nature out of jump, jump roping. roping. So because of that, when they are like really jump roping, then they make goon faces to make it like funny. So all these videos are just people like this, <laughs> and I hate it. I hate it so much. You know what my goon face would be? <laughs> what? Have you ever seen the world's ugliest face I can make? No. Can you do it with your glasses on? Yes. Because of the nature of my gum to teeth ratio, it really allows for some wiggle room. I used to win the no laughing contest all the time. I don't uh. mean to brag, but this never failed. You ready for the full effect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that is a good Imagine goon face. you were jump roping and then you saw... <laughs> Looks like you put in Austin Powers teeth. I know. Do you know when I discovered this ability? Imagine this. With braces. And missing canine teeth. (laughs) No. Very rabbit-like. Huh. How did we get here? Usher? (laughs) Gooning. I don't know how we got here. Oh, we got here because medleys bring us to not coming until uh-huh. we go to the... Co- oh, not jump roping to completion until we go to his concert, uh-huh. which led us to gooning, which led us to the rabbit face. Coming can be double dutch. Ooh, love that. <laughs> love that. Okay. Yeah. So we weren't able to double dutch because of the medleys, but I still enjoyed myself. Sometimes it's not about double dutching. It's about just enjoying the jump rope. I agree. 1000%. Okay. I want to just wrap up two things. Number one is I did not even notice Alicia Keys struggling. You didn't notice that? 
No, because I saw her. I was so excited to see her, and I find her so hot mm. that at that moment, I think I was so close to double dutching that <gasps> it wasn't until I saw what the people on Twitter mm -hmm. were saying that I then rewatched the performance. And that first note was rough. It was. And she, like Pink and like Olivia Rodrigo, aren't the best live performers. <laughs> you are fully pulling a Roger Ebert. Why do we need to bring Pink and Olivia Rodrigo into this? And also, you know what? Say what you will about Pink. <laughs> she makes up for by just slingshotting herself around that stage. Because then she gives herself an excuse, Chelsea. If you can't sing live and you're singing live standing there on a bench then everyone's like, oh, this is a bad concert. But if you're swinging upside down with your legs spread and fireworks coming out of your cha-cha, then they can say like, oh, that's why she didn't sound too great. But what can we say? Hey, I would rather her take a rubber band and shoot herself to the moon than sit there and do an Ashley Simpson SNL jig. I think that that is a woman with self-awareness and she's got a real can-do attitude, a real spirit about her that says, I'm not going to sing into a microphone, but I will shoot myself out of a cannon <laughs> into a back handspring and put myself in a clown car. Thank you very much. What a shout. I would like to end now by talking about what an idiot my husband is. Oh, okay. So, loved the performance. Dr. Bald and I, if you're new here to YouTube, Dr. Bald is my husband. He is not a medical doctor, just a man that went bald at 22. You'll be hearing a lot about this man's takes. And usually he is the smart one in our relationship. Not during the Super Bowl, let me tell you. We both were thoroughly enjoying ourselves. We were dancing. We were loving it. And Dr. Bald turns to me and earnestly says, wow, I can't believe that he can still move like that at his age. Talking about Usher. What does that mean? I don't know. I was like, is Renee Rapp here with us tonight? Is the ageist call coming from within the home? <laughs> and I turned to him and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I mean, look at him. Like, he's on roller skates. This is crazy. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, impressive. The shirt coming off. I get it. Like, he looks amazing. Yeah. And then I said, how old do you think Usher is? And he said, well, he's got to be in his 70s. <gasps> What? This is the man who told me that hairless cats are dogs. Mm. Like, he has been known to fuck with me in the past. So I had to clarify several times, are you fucking with me? Or are you being serious right now? And he was like, well, I mean, I've been listening to him since I was in, like, second grade. And he's, like, doing the mental math in his brain. And I was like, I'm going to Google. Because I don't know many things in this world. But I know that Usher is not in his 70s. <laughs> Usher is 45. Right. He is. <laughs> now, if he wasn't fucking you with you now, was he fucking with you with hairless cats or dogs? Or maybe did he think it too? This changes everything, right? Yeah. My whole narrative about our marriage is this is a man who knows that I believe shit and repeat it. Uh -huh. So he likes to fuck with me because he likes to see what I will believe. But now everything has changed. My world is shattered. Does this man think that hairless cats are dogs? <laughs> I don't know. I think we might be on this I do think he was still fucking with me back then. And, uh -huh. you know, 98% of all of the times he's been fucking with me. But this is how I know that he was serious and earnest in that question about how old Usher was. Because as I was walking down to this basement to record, he said, oh, what are you and Donnie talking about tonight? And I said, oh, we're doing our TGIF episode. I'm talking about the Super Bowl. And I said, and I will be talking to all of the cuties about you thinking that Usher was in his 70s. Got to be in his 70s. And he said, I never said that. <gasps> I said, sir, on Valentine's week, you're going to gaslight me like this? And he said, no, I didn't say 70. I said like maybe 60s, late 50s. I said, you did not. You said 
got to be in his 70s at least. And I said, I will announce that you've tried to walk it back, but the cuties must know that you thought that Usher looked great for his 70s. And let me say, he looks great for 45. So if he was 70, he would look fantastic. For sure. Now, I do think that is so silly. Ha ha ha. Dr. Bald, you're wrong. But I did think that Ludacris was in his 70s. For the very same reason. I felt like he was oldish when I first found out about him when I was in high school. How old is Ludacris? About the same age as Usher, more or less. Maybe a little older. But I think Ludacris is someone that looked old when he was young and then didn't age since then. A real moaning myrtle. (laughs) Ludacris is 47. Okay. Yeah. Looks great for his age. And would look even better for his age if he were 70. 70. That's all I have about the Super Bowl, unless you have more to add. Kiki Palmer did a Hello Fresh commercial. Loved seeing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that's all I have to say. We did it, Joe. Lightning bolts out of our <laughs> eyes. <laughs> so now let's crown the cutie of the week. Sure. You want me to go first? Sure. Okay, so before this category, I would like to remind the cuties of my parameters for best movie of the year, and it is not when the movie came out. It is the year that I watched the movie, and I have a contender. So my cutie of the week is Timothy Chalamet, and that is because I have watched Wonka, and I am a believer. Ah, here we go, Mama. I'm making chocolate, of course. (laughs) I wanted to love it. I love Timothy Chalamet. I think the hottest he's ever looked has been in this Wonka outfit. I love the dick vein in his hat. I liked Wonka. (laughs) I would not like to co-sign any of what you just said, but yes, I enjoyed myself. I probably will watch it 20 more times because my daughters, that's how they like to watch films. Hmm. If they like it once, then 30 times a week is better. I can't wait to make them watch Cats. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. My kitty is Quinta because season four of Abbott Elementary was picked up when only one episode of season three was aired. I almost made my cutie of the week the whole cast of Abbott Elementary because I love that show. Me too. Wow, look at us ending our show on a positive note. We're really just little rays of sunshine. The whole show was positive, I think. Actually, we were pretty positive. Educational. Yeah, we taught how to wipe asses. And the ages of Ludacris and Usher. I mean, who says that we don't really give you the hard-hitting facts here at I Am The Cute One? Don't send us your goon face. So, (laughs) So one more reminder about our YouTube channel. If you are listening and not watching... If you go to YouTube and search I Am The Cute One Podcast, make sure you subscribe. And oh my gosh, I just realized I was like hamming it up for the YouTube this whole time, but there are people who are listening to this auditory version who have not seen my goon face. So head over to YouTube to see the goon face. And just another reminder, another shameless plug at the end of the episode, patreon.com slash I Am The Cute One for the uncut unedited version video and audio of this show because we have been recording for one hour. Mm. So... There's lots of content that is not going to make it to the YouTube channel or the main feed. Oh, I'm definitely going to be censored this episode. (laughs) So if you want to hear me be censored by Chelsea more, Monday's episode, we'll be covering Jawbreakers. And we will talk to you later. Love Love you like like a sister. sister. Yeehaw, baby. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to I Am The Cute One. If you want more, head to patreon.com slash I Am The Cute One for uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes, as well as even more bonus content. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to leave a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. And to help us grow this community of chaotic cuties, share an episode with a friend you think would pass the vibe check. And to see the madness, check out our YouTube channel, where video footage from all current episodes are posted weekly. You can follow me at Real Donnywood on Instagram and all other social media platforms. And if you want more of my personal brand of chaos, check me out at Oh No Chels. Talk to you, you later. later. Love, Love you like, like a sister. sister. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.